emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Featuring meteorologist Denise Isaac and the music of lyricist Ty Scott King. Meteorologist from NBC 10's Boston. Denise Eyes, what advice would you give a young person looking to get into this profession? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. So continue to work hard. It's not easy. Um, you may have to move to different cities, but it's okay. Really stay humble, you know, and, and learn as much as you can. Learn from others. Don't gossip. Because once again, it's a small business. You may think you'll never see 
Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. And of course, you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hey guys, we are excited. Uh, our anniversary series of shows are going to continue throughout the month of August, man. I'm so excited again that you tuned in tonight to another great episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We definitely have a great show in store for you. We're going to be interviewing a good friend of ours who is a CHH artist and lyricist, my good friend and brother, Paul, good son, Collins is going to be on the show with us on tonight, sharing with us some of his uh, music. He's got a new album that's going to be dropping in just a few uh, days, August 30th to be exact. The title of the album is OG. It's going to be dropping on August the 30th. We're going to be sharing with you a couple tracks from that album on tonight. And, um, and you know, and, and Paul's going to be uh, sharing with you some insights into Christian hip hop, as well as some insights into his life and in his music. So, again, I'm so happy to have him on the show. Uh, if anybody knows me, as I uh, as we discussed during our interview, Christian hip hop is one of my favorite genres of music. I love it. Love listening to it, blasting it in my car. Love listening to Lecrae, Andy Mineo, Bizzle, uh, you know, Eshawn Burgundy. Uh, you name it, man. You know, if they're doing it, uh, I'm listening. Swoop, uh, 1K Few, Ty Scott King. We just, you just heard her album, uh, snippet of, oh, you heard her song, Glory, her new single on, uh, last week, actually. Yeah, we debuted it right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And in fact, that dropped, uh, you're, that's now available on all digital outlets. So go out and support our good friend Ty Scott King, CHH artist and lyricist. Longtime friend and supporter of the show. Get her new uh, single, Glory, downloaded uh, on all digital outlets available, and I'm sure it's going to bless you. Uh, again, uh, CHH is uh, one of my favorite genres of music, and again, I'm so very happy to have my good friend, Paul Goodson Collins, on the show with us on tonight. Uh, but I also want to make mention of this. I uh, found out that um, a cl- very close friend and associate of his, uh, Mike Baldre, I believe that's his name, a business partner of his, and he was also in a video music video of his as of late. Uh, recently, uh, he, he passed away uh, today, uh, August the 13th. And so uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family, uh, uh, go out to Paul, good son. Uh, I'm I, I was texting him back and forth today, uh, and I told him that I would mention it on the show. So our thoughts and prayers go out to that family in this uh, in this loss. And of course, uh, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, that God loves you, and uh, and certainly uh, we will be um, uh, keeping you all in our deepest and most sincerest prayers. Remember, the Thinking Out Loud radio show is now available on Radio.com. Download the Radio.com app uh, from the Apple App Store or Google Play Music Store, and uh, you can download that 
app to your uh, your mobile phone, your tablet, your computer, wherever you listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, wherever you would like to listen to it, uh, download that app there and you'll be able to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show right from radio.com. This is huge, guys. We, um, we were selected by radio.com to be a part of of their podcast platform and so very excited to uh to announce this and to let you know that you can now listen to our show not just on spotify on google play music on apple Podcasts, uh um, on iheart radio tune in uh, a few other places stitcher uh, but you can now listen to us on radio.com. Of course, you can also listen to our show from michaelnimmons.com as well. So a lot of ways to listen to our show. Please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we greatly appreciate it if you shared our posts on social media. When you see a post about the Thinking Out Loud radio show, share it on your social media. Let others know about the Thinking Out Loud radio show and what we're doing, who we're talking about, who we're talking to. Because all of that helps us uh, increase our exposure on the World Wide Web. Also, in our What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about everything that you're thinking about, uh, we're going to be opening up talking about the mysterious suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. That's right. Uh, over the weekend, uh, his uh, lifeless body was found in his cell. Uh, we're going to delve into that a little bit during our what are you thinking about segment also we're going to talk about a story that uh, i wanted to get to a couple weeks ago uh but it's about hud secretary ben carson uh who was uh, booted from a church um <laughs> standing out front of a church defending his boss president trump's racist remarks and the uh uh, this black church uh, he was standing in front of, Salem Baptist Church to be exact, booted him from uh, their property and rightfully so. So we're going to be talking about uh, Uncle Ben uh, and, and the what are you thinking about segment. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And, of course, are you ready for college football? Man, I am so excited. We are just days away from uh, the kickoff of college football season. I, I was driving into work this uh, morning and heard that this is the 150th anniversary of college football. So we're going to be talking a little college football uh, in the uh, What Are You Thinking About segment, uh, talking about, in my opinion, one of the greatest games in college football history. And uh, we'll see what your thoughts are about that as well. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things in the What Are You Thinking About segment in just a few minutes. And of course, as is our custom, we always end every show giving you a powerful thought of the week. And uh, to this show is no exception. Uh, we have a powerful clip we want to share with you from uh, Professor Dr. Eddie Glaude Jr., who is the chair of African-American studies at Princeton University. Uh, this is a clip that's been circulating around uh, the uh, the web uh, recently, uh, and it's entitled Blaming President Donald Trump uh, is Too Easy. This is us. And I guarantee you this is a powerful clip I want to share with you during the uh, What Are You Thinking About segment. It really sheds some light on um, the real problem of racism in this country. And is President Trump really to really the blame for um you know what's going on um his in his estimation dr claude's estimation uh dr uh, dr claude's estimation of this trump is just a byproduct of uh the racism that exists in us and i want to share that with you uh to give you another perspective of what's actually happening 
here in this country. But it's a powerful clip. And I want to share that with you during our thought of the week. So we've got a great show in store for you. So let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where, where you absolutely disgust me. I'm dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. What are you thinking about? everybody this is the august 13th edition of the what are you thinking about segment where we talk about everything that you're thinking about and we kick off this edition of uh, the show talking about the mysterious suicide of jeffrey epstein if you don't know who that is that is uh the financier and accused sex trafficker that's been in and uh in the news as of late uh powerful um individual multi-millionaire in fact uh who according to cnn uh recently committed suicide he was uh in prison or in jail um awaiting um his trial uh because of um these sex trafficking charges that have been levied against him uh, by the state of new york and uh he's wait away he was awaiting uh, trial and um, over the weekend uh, he uh, allegedly committed suicide in his jail cell and so according to CNN Jeffrey Epstein's death ends the criminal case against him but his powerful friends and associates may not have heard the last of it U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York Jeffrey Berman said the investigation of Epstein's alleged conduct including conspiracy charges remains ongoing and Attorney General Bill Barr similarly said the case will continue against anyone who is complicit with Epstein. In fact, he said any co-conspirator should not rest easy. The victims deserve justice and they will get it, Barr said. And that remains to be seen. But um, <clears throat> uh, we are discussing this because uh, it's very interesting, the backstory behind Jeffrey Epstein's uh, multi-million dollar empire and uh, his alleged sex trafficking. Um, a lot of mystery behind how he came into uh, his money and his wealth. Uh, he apparently has a lot of, uh, well, he has property not just uh, around the country, but even around the world. He has a Caribbean island uh, 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 as well and um, property in New York and uh, believe in Miami, Florida. Uh, so this this gentleman is very wealthy, but um, also um, is alleged um, to uh, be sex trafficking uh, young girls as 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 early as the age of fourteen. Um, and so this case has drawn a lot of national attention because. Not just because of the allegations surrounding this man, but also the associates, his friends and associates that surround him as well. 
um, according to CNN, um, the the apparent suicide of financier and accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein earlier said he could lead to more accusers and witnesses stepping forward, as well as a flurry of civil suits against the multi-millionaire's estate, according to legal experts. Now, apparently, the the uh, the Jeffrey Epstein's suicide came just a day after court unsealed documents detailing disturbing claims against him and his associates. Hmm, this is where it gets real interesting because um, you know, the court unsealed documents that um that detailed not just his activity but some of his friends' activity allegedly uh in this um in this trial that was getting ready to be uh, getting ready to start against him hundreds of pages of court documents unsealed friday and the new york federal court alleged new details of sexual abuse claims against multi-millionaire jeffrey epstein and several of his associates uh all sparked by uh, virginia roberts uh juofre juofre uh, or Jeffrey, spelled G-I-U-F-F-R-E. I believe it's Jeffrey, who was who was claimed that Epstein kept her as a teenage sex slave, and that he was assisted in his efforts by a British woman, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Epstein pleaded not guilty in July to charges from New York federal prosecutors after an indictment accused him of sex trafficking dozens of underage girls some as young as 14 years old maxwell uh his co-conspirator has not been charged um but again this story is interesting not just because of jeffrey epstein's activities but also because of his alleged associates who he uh was hanging around which some of them think some of them include powerful attorney Alan Dershowitz, who's been on CNN. I'm sure you've seen him uh, on CNN defending President Trump and some of his antics on CNN and saying that he wouldn't be impeached and all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, things about, you know, how he could uh, get around. Uh, some of the things that are happening in his administration and, and Congress and whatnot, um, and how obstruction is not or uh, conspiracy uh, is not um, a legal term. Uh, Alan Dershowitz is great with uh, uh, mincing words, and so uh, he was. Um, he's been on CNN talking about uh, a lot of the things that uh, Donald Trump has been doing, but. Interestingly enough, Donald Trump is also included and mentioned as one of Jeffrey Epstein's friends, as well as President Bill, former President Bill Clinton. Uh, so these are three powerful men who uh, are seen to have been associated with uh, Alan Dershowitz. And now everybody's running for cover. And oh, we didn't know him. We don't know nothing about him. And uh what I imagine is that once these unsealed documents became public um, and were revealed in court, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein caught wind of it and, um, you know, 
I I assume or imagine that he was getting ready to sing like one of the Temptations. <laughs> and what's interesting to me is he was previously on Suicide Watch. I think it was a week before he ultimately committed suicide uh, because uh, they they saw um, lacerations and scars around his neck, but they took him off of Suicide Watch once they uh, once they discovered that. You know, he was no longer a threat or decided that he was no longer a threat to himself. Usually they only keep you on suicide watch for about a week or so. Um, no one's been on longer than that, according to what I've heard. Uh, but they took him off suicide watch. These court documents were unsealed. And then guess what? Jeffrey Epstein just, you know, uh, surprisingly ends up dead the next day. Hmm, that really sounds suspicious to me. I wonder what you think about that. <laughs> you know, I wonder does some of his powerful friends have anything to do with it? You do the math. You put it together in your mind. <laughs> I'm just putting the dot. I'm just connecting the dots, you know. Uh, but, um, you know, um, if you ever thought that Trump was made of Teflon, you know, the more and more I, I, you know, talk about him, the more stuff comes out about him, the more you think this man is made out of Teflon or some kind of, you know, um, uh, you know, invincible fabric because he just seems to, you know, it all just seems to just uh, wash over him. You know, or whatever he's got, he you know I don't know I, I don't know you you tell me what you think I'm interested to know what you think about this you know Jeffrey Epstein's uh, suicide uh, again the case against him has been closed because he's no longer he can no longer be accused or uh, indicted or convicted of anything because he's no longer with us but as you heard William Barr say and. The state attorney say in New York that the cases against him and his associates or the cases against his associates are still going to be active because these victims still need justice, which I do agree they do. Um, and these these men should be held accountable. But um, we all know, uh, you know, we all know what walks. We all know what talks and what walks. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> another another story that I want to talk about here is um, Uncle Ben. Uh, you know, and not 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 I'm not talking about him in a affectionate sense. You know, it's not Uncle Ben is not a term of endearment, but Uncle Ben applies directly to the caricature of this person that I that 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 you know I'm referring to now is Dr. Ben Carson. You know, he has really become a real disappointment for the African American community um because of um his, you know, uh, because of his association with Donald Trump, Donald Trump. However you want to refer, call it, you know. Um we all know we all know that Dr. Ben Carson was um, a very um, successful neurosurgeon. Um, a movie was, was made about him called Gifted Hands. 
just a, a, a powerful figure in the African-American community before uh, he decided to throw his hat into the political ring uh, or political arena, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, I had so much respect for him before that. Uh, I really uh, admired him and I read the book. I saw the movie um, and, you know, proud of the fact that he came from uh, uh, a product of, of Detroit, you know. So to hear that this man, you know, what he's doing now and that he's associated with Donald Trump, really, he has lost a lot of respect. Uh, not just from me, from but I know from you and others uh, like uh, 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 others who used to admire him and like him in the past have now since turned their back on him because of his recent antics. And, you know, you can kind of go back and see how things begin to fall apart for him. Uh, December of 2015, I believe he was at University of Michigan's campus speaking. And uh, there he announced his candidacy for president. And at the same time, criticizing the first African-American president in our nation's history and President Barack Obama. And, um, you know, if you didn't think his his criticisms had any merit, then you definitely don't think they have any merit now. I didn't think they had any merit then uh, when he was spewing them, uh, you know, spewing these baseless and. Uh, and, and meaningless and senseless uh, uh, allegations or whatever he was trying to make about President Obama back in 2015. But if they didn't make sense then, they definitely don't make sense now, given his track record after he decided to throw his his hat in the political arena. Uh, he announced his candidacy for president. We know what happened there. His, his, candidate, his campaign for president failed miserably. And, uh, you know, once it failed, you know, before it failed, he was a critic, an arduous critic of President Trump. He talked about his policies. He talked about uh, him as a person, you know, uh, on the debate stage. He was a constant, you know, he joined with the other Republicans uh, in lambasting Trump and, uh, you know, accusing him of this and that. But when his candidates, his campaign failed, when uh, 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 Ben Carson's campaign failed, then he made an about face and joined uh, uh, Trump, uh, Trump's campaign in support of him, became one of his surrogates and eventually was appointed by President Trump after Trump won uh, the election in 2016. Uh, and became his uh, HUD secretary, uh, housing of urban development, housing the uh, secretary of housing and urban development uh, for the United States, and he has been a dismal failure in this position. It, it's beyond. Uh, it, 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 he is not just not. He's just not not just not qualified. He has been an abysmal failure uh, in this position, and it really begs the question. You know, why has he done this to himself? He's lost all credibility in the black community. And to add insult to injury, this man recently was in the news for uh, coming out in defense of President Trump's racist comments about uh, uh, Congressman Elijah Cummings in Baltimore 
uh, recently his house was burglarized and the president uh, cavalierly said, oh yeah, something like uh, good for that, good for them or, or uh, made some kind of uh, snide comment. And, and of course, you heard about the, the comments the president made or tweeted about Elijah Cummings uh, and Baltimore being a rat infested uh, city and, you know, um, all of the things that the racist comments that the president has made about Baltimore to add insult to injury, according to uh, News One, uh, uh, News One's uh, website, uh, Ben Carson tries to use a black church to defend Trump's racism and gets kicked off of the property. Look at this. Kicked off of the property. Morningstar Baptist Church in Baltimore was not here for Ben Carson's foolishness. I said earlier it was Salem Baptist Church. My apologies. It was Morningstar Baptist Church in Baltimore. According to News One outlet, Ben Carson uh, will defend Trump at any cost, but truly embarrassed himself when he tried to use a Baltimore church to babble about his complacency for white supremacy. Church officials kindly told him to go back to where he came from. <laughs> ah, man, talk talk about the chickens coming home to roost. When Morningstar Baptist Church of Christ saw Carson's team setting up shop for a press conference about Baltimore, they were told to get off the property. According to the Atlantic, Gregory Evans, 71, who was a member of the church for 50 years, asked, why did someone come onto church property without permission? This community needs some support on all kinds of issues, on dilapidated housing and everything else, and all of a sudden, you're going to show up on your on, on our property and not even ask for permission to be here. I mean, talk about, uh, you know, talk, talk about, uh, you know, white privilege. And this is a black man. You know what I'm saying? He is he is. Uh, of course, he was sent by his boss, his master to uh, to, to 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 speak on behalf of the Trump administration. And really, he just made himself look ridiculous, more ridiculous, because he already looks ridiculous. But and I hate to talk this way about someone that I used to admire, but really, he's done this to himself. And I hate this. I really do. And I know you feel the same way, but I, I had to talk about it because I'm really upset with uh, with Dr. Ben Carson for uh, really just choosing to play the fool for the Trump administration. He is better than that. And I wish that he would understand and realize that. But he is making himself look like a coon in public, like a like a shield for the uh, Trump administration. And it's sad to see this happen and unfold right before our very eyes. You know, I just I, I, I want to know what your thoughts are about this. I You know, this uh, this article is posted on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. If you want to go there, facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. Take a look at it. And it also has video of, of Carson uh, talking uh, talking uh, to the press after he got kicked off the church property. You know, I don't know what they thought was going to happen. You know, he's standing there on church property with no no permission to be there, uh, standing there, uh, hopefully trying to have this church in his background 
uh, the background of this press conference, this impromptu press conference. He tried to put pull together to uh, to defend uh, uh, Massa's comments. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. But uh, I want to know what your thoughts are about this one, man, because I, I really, again, lost a lot of respect for him. But I'd love to know what your thoughts are about this as well. And finally, and finally, it is time for college football, man. I am so very excited about this time of year. College football is here. It is upon us, man. There is no better time in my book than college football. And as I was driving into work this morning, I heard that it is the 150th anniversary of college football. That's right. Ah, I'm excited. Makes me even more excited about uh, the, um, you know, uh, the games that are coming up, the, the the rivalries, the the pomp and circumstance that goes along with uh, spending your whole day Saturday watching college football. Man, there's no better way to spend your Saturday in the fall than watching college football. That rhymes. <laughs> there's no better way to spend your Saturdays in the fall than watching college football. Don't you steal that. <laughs> Don't you steal that. That's mine. I'm copywriting that. There's no better way. To spend your Saturdays in the fall and watching college football. But nevertheless, I wanted to say uh, SI Sports Illustrated uh, put together a, um, uh, a, 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 li- a few lists of the greatest uh, college football games, college football rivalries, college football mascots, college football, uh, a lot of different lists they put together, top 10 lists of the greatest. And uh, as I was looking at it, I thought about uh, one of the greatest games, one of the great, greatest games, I think, that, um, you know, locally, um, my team, Michigan State, um, uh, played back in 2015 against one of their uh, biggest rival rivalries, and that's the University of Michigan, uh, the Blue People in Ann Arbor. And, uh, of course, uh, 2015 was the first year of uh, new head coach uh, Jim Harbaugh at the time and you know there was a build up uh, for this game uh, because he was a new head coach he was their their quote unquote savior they were calling him Jesus Harbaugh he was going to come in on the white horse and save Michigan from Michigan State who had been stomping them for the past you know eight or nine years in a row uh, with their various coaches, Rich Rod and uh, and what's the other one, Brady Joke or Brady Hoke. <laughs> so Jim Hall was going to turn the tide uh, for, for the University of Michigan uh, and Michigan State. But we all know what happened back in 2015. The game, uh, you know, was 10 seconds left in the game. And um, I was remember watching this game while I was in Kentucky. I was had a preaching engagement there in a hotel with my family, watching this game on my computer, and man, this happened. Get it out. Whoa, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free! It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts-Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game! Unbelievable!
Michigan State is still the big boy on the block in the state of Michigan. A shocking ending to this rivalry game. And just when it looked like Michigan had made a number of statements regarding what's going on in the state, the Big Ten race, its position nationally. This happens. Mark D'Antonio said the only important thing is to win. We haven't been winning pretty, but we keep finding a way to win. Yeah, we know they called it the miracle at Michigan, but hey, in my book, a win is a win. And you got to play until it's double zeros. That's right. You got to play until the game is over. <laughs> so Michigan State got that win. We were 7-0. Went on to play in the college football playoffs back in 2015. So we had a great year that year so that's why that was one of the greatest games i believe in michigan state history uh and it definitely will be one of the greatest uh the greatest finishes in college football history um but i also read something as we get ready to wrap this series wrap this segment of the what are you thinking about segment michigan state according to uh according to statistics have always done better on our years and um so here we are in 2019, coming off of a 7-6 uh, season last year, 2018. We're really hoping and expecting that Michigan State is going to do considerably better than they did last year. Their defense is coming back. Their defense was top five last year. So I think their defense is going to be stellar again this year. And if their offense can be as good as their defense, I think we'll be able to beat anybody. Well, that's right. This was the August 13th edition of the What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about everything that you're thinking about. If you got any questions or comments about anything we discuss, feel free to add us at TOL Radio Host MSN or email us at contact at michaelnemis.com or you leave us a comment at michaelnemis.com on our Thinking Out Loud radio show page. We love to hear your comments and get your feedback. Well... We're getting ready to take our first break of the night, but when we come back, we're getting right into our interview with my good friend, Paul Goodson Collins, CHH artist and lyricist. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. 
giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. This is meteorologist Denise Isaac from NBC10 Boston wishing radio host Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show a happy two-year anniversary. Wishing you many, many more. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. you were insufficient who told you that you were a loser who told you that you were a failure who told you that you were deficient who told you that you were nothing who told you that you were worthless who told you that you had no value who told you that you were you to believe who told you that you were naked is a dynamic empowering and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com a victim when you are already victorious. This part two of our discussion of when they see us with attorney and pastor Boyd White. What role does the church play in helping us to build bridges between the police and the black community? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. What Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois said in the early 20th century is the same today, that the color question will always be the number one question in America. So the church has to find its place in that discussion. So our theology has to be broad enough to say, I want to help everybody who needs help, whether they're black or white or gay or straight. Does that mean that I need to affirm them? No, I affirm what the Bible affirms. But the Bible would say that if somebody's getting their hair busted unfairly, I'm not going to sit and ask you what your faith is, what your sexuality is. I'm going to say to this person, bust you upside the head, that you're wrong. And I'm going to stop you from doing that. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. This is radio host Michael Nimmons. And yes, it's tax time. Haven't filed yet? No worries. We've got the place for you. Consumer Tax Clinic. Take it from someone who knows. They will sit down with you, go over your return, give great advice, and look for the best possible return options. Let the experts at Consumer Tax Clinic 
help you get the refund you never thought you could. They did it for me. Let them do it for you. Call Consumer Tax Clinic at 248-395-0078. That's 248-395-0078. Or visit their website at ConsumerTaxClinic.com. That's ConsumerTaxClinic.com. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. What's up, everybody? We are back on another great edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And uh, I have a good friend of mine on the line with us on tonight, a CHH artist, a longtime friend of mine. So happy to have him on the show. And uh, we're going to be talking about his music. We're going to be talking about Christian hip hop, one of my favorite genres of music. Uh, Anybody who knows me knows I love Christian hip hop. I love uh, Christian rap music. And uh, so I'm just looking forward to really chopping it up with my man uh, uh, during tonight's show. But before we get into the interview, I want to give him a proper introduction. So let's do that. Uh, known for his passionate lyrics, Good Son is a true bridge artist that wears multiple hats. Good Son bridges those musical, cultural, age, and religious barriers that seem to stifle a lot of artists. Good Son embodies the term heart on your sleeve and that he writes songs that are transparent and heartfelt as a solo artist good son has two projects to his credit heart service and mr collins opus good son currently shares the helm of the cowboy city music label with partners mike baldre and eric e mays and harvey as a veteran of over 15 years in music good son now looks to mentor and develop younger artists and widen the scope of his outreach ministry to reach the lost and help those in need. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to longtime friend of mine and new friend of the show, CHH artist and lyricist, Paul Goodson Collins. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Goodson. Man, glad to be here, man. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So happy to have you on the show with us on tonight. And, you know, um, as we do with all of our guests, we always start with the the obvious question. You know, what got you started? Uh, What or who got you started and inspired you uh, to get into Christian hip hop or Christian rap? You know, what was the moment? I want you to tell our listeners, um, you know, uh, about about your start 15 years ago uh, in this music genre of Christian hip-hop. Okay, so this is the, the truncated version, right? So right. I grew up um, in the 80s, basically, and I did basically the whole hip-hop thing, you know, dancing, and I, I was actually a DJ when I was about 16, actually how I met my wife, another, another story. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, and, and and I was into rap at the time. So fast forward, uh, coming to Christ, um, the music that I made and the music that I listened to didn't really quite gel with, you know, my walk. And so um, the very first uh, CD I ever heard was a group called SFC out of California. 
uh, and uh, I got a CD from somewhere. Uh, it probably was a cassette. And um, it was like the first Christian rap that I ever heard that actually resonated, you know, with me. And then actually to actually go so far as to uh, get into the genre, um, my partner, Amazing, uh, shout out to Amazing, Eric Harvey, uh, we worked together in the same uh, hotel. And so one day uh, this gentleman was walking up, and I heard him asking people about buying his music. And I'm trying to think of a, you know, polite way to tell them, I, you know, I'm not really into, like, mainstream hip-hop like that. And the first thing that came out of his mouth was, uh, you listen to gospel? And so uh, I ended up buying the CD, and we just became friends. And um, that's how I ended up, you know, in the in the Christian hip-hop arena. I mean, I just actually, I just started hanging out with Amazing. We wasn't even a group. We were just hanging out. And um, and Detroit at the time, I can't remember the year, man, but it was a minute ago, but they had a huge uh, Christian hip-hop scene, you know. And so uh, we decided, you know, to do some music together, hence uh, even the name Good Son. I don't know if we, we've ever talked about this before, but uh, when we first recorded our first record, I didn't even have a name. And so it was, uh, we trying to figure out what would, you know, what would I call myself? And so um, anybody that's close to me that knows I'm a huge Dietrich Haddon fan, right? Still to this day, a huge Dietrich Haddon fan. Yeah, he has this song that's called Oh Yeah. Um, Amazing is on the song. But it's a line on the song that says, uh, we're good sons. We're on a mission with the chosen ones. And I was listening to that song one day, and I thought, you know, that would be a dope name, like as a rapper. And so I took on that moniker, man, and it stuck. Wow, that is interesting because that was definitely going to be one of my questions or my next questions to you. Where did your name come from? You know, we've long, known each other a long time, and I don't think I've ever asked you what, uh, where did that name come from, and you know, uh, what did it, what did it mean? You know, when we first met. Um, you know, I knew you were a Christian rapper and that was your name, but I, I don't ever remember asking you, um, you know, where did the name come from? But now you've shared it with our listeners and now you've also shared it with me. <laughs> that, that, that's it, man. It was, it is crazy because that, you know, it was organic, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny being in the Christian arena, a lot of times, uh, you know, places, people always thought it was a typo. You know, they'd be like, this got to be God's son. You know what I'm saying? And and they'd be like, no, it's actually it's actually good son. So that's why. Right, right. Wow, wow. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with uh, CHH artist and lyricist, my good friend Paul Goodson Collins. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We've just been chopping it up, talking about um, how he got his start in CHH and how uh, he met his partner, uh, his friend uh, in in the business, in the music business, um, uh, Eric uh, E. Mays and Harvey. And uh, you, you guys had a group, right? It was called Good Son and uh, E. Mays and Good Son, right? Was it, yeah, you know what's funny? If, 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 so if you look at our first record, uh, it's called it was called Words of Flame, right? Right. Actually, it was Good Son and Amazing. And, and it really was. No one cared what it was. You know what I'm saying? And initially, so so we kept our names like that and didn't like form like a quote-unquote group because we didn't know. You know, we were saying, okay, well, if we plan on doing like solo records or something like that, you know, we didn't know how, you know, things were going to shake out. So we just said, you know, as some of the mainstream, you had like Red Man and Method Man or, 
you know, certain, you know, groups that just use, like, their rap names. So we use our regular uh, rap names instead of forming, a, you know, a group name. And originally it was Good Son and Amazing, but we had signed to this label uh, called Warfare years ago. And um, after we were doing our second record uh, called Serious, the guy who, who owned the label at the time, he was like, he thought Amazing Good Son had more of a ring. And we didn't care. You know, to this day, I, you know, I didn't care. I was like, hey. Yeah, I think, you know, that's what it is, and, yeah, let's go for it. So, it was, yeah, it was amazing. It was initially Good Sun Amazing. Now it's Amazing Good Sun. And and so um, that was the name of your group, right? Correct. So how many albums did you guys put out as a group? Uh, three. Wait, let's see. Three. We did, well, actually, technically four. We did... Uh, Words of Flame was our first record. That was 2002, maybe, 2002. Then we did uh, Sirius, which was around 2005, maybe. And then we did uh, National Anthems. And we did a limited edition of that, too, that added more songs. So, I mean, it was four, like, uh, officially. Wow. All right, all right. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with my good friend, CHH artist, Christian rapper, and lyricist Paul Goodson Collins. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We've just been chopping it up on tonight, talking about um, some of the things that he's, uh, you know, talking about his start, uh, what got him inspired in Christian hip-hop and Christian rap, and, um, you know, talking about his his group starting out, Amazing and Good Son, and they've, they've uh, put out four albums, you know, and now... You know, uh, Paul is a good son is out on his own solo artist, uh, doing some things, uh, on his own. So I want you to talk about, um, you know, some of your, uh, some of your music as a solo artist. You know, what inspired you, uh, to, you know, step out on your own and start to, you know, put music out? You know, again, you started out with, 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 uh, Amazing, you know, put four albums out. What was the, you know, what, what, what prompted you to transition, uh, you know, on your own and become a solo artist and start to put music out on your own? Man, so look, shout out, first shout out to Amazing, man. You know, it's always going to be amazing and good song forever. We're going to mess around and surprise people with some music, hopefully in the near future. But, uh, <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always looking. I just love music so much that I'm always looking to create. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's life just happens to people. You know what I'm saying? Like whether, you know, your best friends, it could be, you know, your brother, your sister. Like, you know, life just calls people in uh, different directions at different times. Or people have tragedies and, you know, all kind of stuff that happened. You know what I'm saying? And and me personally, uh, like I said, I'm just one of the people that love uh, music so much that it's like, you know, I might start out, with a couple of songs, you know, that's, I'm sure that's how most of my albums started. You know, I might have started out with a couple of songs and before I know it, I might have five or six, you know, and I'm like, well, I might as well just keep going. And so, um, you know, that a lot of times it just started organically like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause when I did hard service, we was actually, you know, we were, we were, and we still are a group, but we were actually still active. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but that was one of those things too, where I went to E and was like, listen, I'm, um, the, actually, the plan was he was supposed to do uh, a uh, solo album too that never materialized. Mm. 
actually, you know, went to him first, was like, look, I'm thinking I got these songs, you know, I want to do a project. What you think? And he, hey, he, he was all for it. He like, go for it. You know what I'm saying? And so that, that, that's my first uh, solo album, Heart Service dropped. I dropped Heart Service, and, uh, but it was definitely with the full uh, agreement, you know, and support of my man Amazing. Oh, okay. All right. And what was Heart Service? Kind of give us a general idea behind the concept Heart Service. Um, there's a, there's a, uh, a quote in the Bible that says, Jesus said, uh, people honor me with their lips, you know, but their heart is far from me. Mm. Uh, the album was, was based, it, it was kind of East Coast driven, and it was it was just really personable, you know, in the sense that, you know, the, the, the final analysis of the crux of the album was, you know, I don't want to just be one of those people that's talking, you know, when it comes to God. Like, I want to. I want to show, you know, that I love God and that I'm devoted to him. And so basically that's kind of what drove um, the album and the direction it went in. It was a lot of, you know, personal records, a lot of transparent stuff. It was some worship stuff on there. And so at the time, that's, you know, that's what drove it for me. It was like, and not only that, you know, it was just a lot of people, you know, just talking. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's not about me judging anybody, but, you know, the Bible talks about, knowing, you know, a tree by the fruit that it bears. So that was my thing. You know, my, my, that whole album was basically, you know, me talking to God saying, Hey, I don't want my life to come to an end and, and, you know, find myself being a castaway. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, now I get it. Heart service. Yeah. It makes, makes a lot of sense. People serving God, you know, out of routine, serving them. You know, people come to God for all, all kinds of reasons. People go to church for all kinds of reasons, but, you know, their heart is far from him. And and what you're saying in so many words is that, you know, this this is my, I'm giving God true worship. I'm giving God uh, myself uh, completely and entirely, giving him my heart, my heart service. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with my man, CHH artist Paul Goodson Collins. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, man. We've just been chopping it up, talking about, um, you know, his music, uh, his, his his group, Amazing and Good Son. And, and, you know, you talked about heart service, but tell us about, you. now you also did a second album, Mr. Collins' Opus. So tell us about that one. That was a mixtape, right? Was, so, so, so basically, what it was, it was a quote-unquote mixtape slash street album. So, so this is why I say that it was a mixtape because uh, so I did two versions of the album. One version was hosted by a guy by the name of DJ Will from Jacksonville, and so I did a hosted version. I put it on that Piff and on SoundCloud, and it was like a free version of the album. I also did an album version without all the talking and the drops and, you know, all that kind of stuff on it that was an album version. I wanted to give people different ways, you know, so if you really wanted to find out about, you know, the heart behind the album, um, you could hear the, you know, the mixtape because it's almost, it was set up like an interview, you know what I'm saying? And so initially the, that album started out as a, as an EP called the Revolver EP. And when I say Revolver, I, it was kind of a play on words. It was supposed to be six songs, and hopefully their songs were good enough that just made you want to play them over and over. So it was supposed to be called Revolver EP, and um, I just came out the gate on, like, music, and I just kept getting music and getting music. And I was like, 
you know, once I passed six songs, I was like, well, it can't be that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm thinking, then I'm, I'm listening to, you know, looking at how diverse it was, and um, it was a chance for me to get with some artists that I probably never had a chance to work with and some producers. So that's why I was called. There's a movie by the name of Mr. Holland's Opus, and the Opus is just a musical composition. So basically, once I, you know, finished recording, I sat back and I saw everything that I had. You know, it was just a composition. If you see it, it says consciousness and collaborations, you know, on the bottom. It said Mr. Collins' Opus, consciousnesses and collaborations. And basically, it was an album full of collaborations. When I say consciousness, that was around the time where, where even now, but it was like more so, you know, a lot of the Ferguson and a lot of that stuff was happening. So there's, you know, a lot of music. I got a song called Revolution on there, or I got a song called, um, I can't even think of the song, but like, but it's a lot of, you know, social. I got a lot of songs with social commentary on there. Mm. I, I, you know, at the time, you know, I have, you know, we all have friends of all shapes and colors and ethnicity, which we, you know, which we value. But at that time, you know, I think some of those friends, you know, might have looked and said, ah, you know, we don't, you know, don't stir the pot. And, and that wasn't my aim at all. You know, my aim was just, you know, raising awareness, you know, like everybody else was saying, hey, are you aware of this? No matter if it was via me telling my story or via me, you know, just talking about the state of the world. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And and what I like, you know, uh, about, well, just, just the, the genre itself, you know, rap, it, it gives you the ability to, you know, talk about uh, social issues, talk about a lot of different things, you know, from your perspective and really personalize it and uh, and make it your own. And, and, and that's what I like you know, about the, the general rap genre, you know, use poetry and be able to really tell your story. And, and that's why I love it so much. And, and, uh, using metaphors and, uh, and other ways to, uh, make your point. And, and, and that's really what draws me and was drawing me, uh, to, uh, Christian hip hop. And, and of course, um, uh, the godly perspective that you know that the, the, that is 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 at the center of this genre. So that's really what has drawn me uh, to Christian hip hop. And uh, but yeah, I understand where, where, where you're coming from uh, with that. You know, um, uh, uh, good son. You know, we're gonna uh, get into some of your music uh, at this point. You know, I want to play a song called The Streets Don't Love You. I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about that song. It's a feature King uh, Sizzle, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell our listeners about this song, The Streets Don't Love You. So, you know, I mean, right now in the climate, you know, the climate of the world, especially in the urban context or the, or the uh, you know, the, the urban neighborhoods, um, street culture is personify you know what i'm saying street culture is made to look like uh it's like the thing to do you know the way to go and when i say street culture i mean uh drinking you know lean promethazine or whatever or or uh, smoking you know marijuana or you know doing whatever or, you know robbing people being dishonest you know the, the climate the social climate if you look at at the news and things like that, it it makes it look like in an urban community uh, that that you know very thing is pushed 
on us and, and people make bad to seem good. And basically this was me, you know, just talking from another standpoint, saying that, you know, ah, they, these guys are talking like the streets are good and, that, and then the streets love you. But in reality, you know, they're not telling the other part, you know, of it. they're not talking about loved ones that they lost or the, you know, the uh, effect that drugs have had on the, on a community. You know what I'm saying? They're not, a lot of times people are not given that side. And so basically that's, and, and I'm, I'm from, you know, I'm from the streets at Detroit. You know, and I and I I know what it is. You know, and so it's like, it's just me and you know we're telling that side, saying, and not only telling that side to saying the streets don't love you, but saying that you know, if, if you really want to do something gangster, you know, uh, get the heart of God. You know, let let God like like lead and direct you. So that's that's what it's about. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, I want you to introduce this song. We're getting ready to play it uh, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, I want my man, Paul Goodson Collins, to introduce the song, Streets. The Streets Don't Love You. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Goodson. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is your man, Goodson, man. This is my song, The Streets Don't Love You, featuring King Scissor. Yeah. No matter the outcome, Lord, I'm with you Cause your grace is too official He said no weapon from the gifts, we will prosper He went only talking pistols She shouted never understand the situation Maybe cause you too complacent Complaining but never seeking changes The true definition of basics You ain't gotta show your body, y'all See, look, shawty, you a working boss And you ain't gotta flip both to get close Yeah, I see you, homie, working hard And you tryna feed your kids, bro But you can't do that in a pen, bro You ain't tryna do a bid, bro Cause you ain't knowing what you win, bro Man, they ain't got nothing for you Everybody say they know something, but they ain't saying nothing Tell a young boy that you're fine Cause you don't wanna go and tell the truth, man She's don't love you Man, they ain't got nothing for you Everybody say they know something, but they ain't saying nothing Tell a young boy that you're fine Cause you don't wanna go and tell the truth, man She's don't love you Man, the streets don't lay Man, the streets don't lay Man, they ain't saying nothing Nah, they ain't saying nothing Nah, they ain't saying nothing Man, the streets don't lay Nah, the streets don't lay Nah, the streets don't lay Man, they ain't saying nothing Nah, they ain't saying nothing Nah, they ain't saying nothing Everybody got a bag now, everybody got some swag now Nobody back down from them clack sounds till they dumping them mag rounds You think they all on your side, man, until they fake and die, man Nobody loyal, we're looking at life in the pen, they singing like Mike, man Thought they would keep it 100, thought they was happy, you stunning Thought they was bad, you was winning, they smiling, they grinning, but maybe they fronting you need to do it the right way You need to do it like Christ say You need to make a move, stop making moves And come to life, man, love is waiting on you Haters hating on you, you just need to free your mind, bruh Blow a check for some little respect Just think about it because time's up Man, the streets don't love you, man, they ain't got nothing for you Everybody say they know something, but they ain't saying nothing Tell a young boy that you're fine Cause you don't wanna go and tell the truth, man, the streets don't love you Man, they ain't got nothing for you Everybody say they know something, but they ain't saying nothing Tell a young boy that you're fine Cause you don't wanna go and tell the truth, man, the streets don't love you Man, the streets don't love you Man, the streets don't lay, man, ain't saying nothing. Nah, they ain't saying nothing. Nah, they ain't saying nothing, man, the streets don't lay. Nah, the streets don't lay. Nah, the streets don't lay, man, ain't saying nothing. Nah, they ain't saying nothing. Nah, they ain't saying nothing.
that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Miss part one of our discussion of When They See Us with attorney and pastor Boyd White. Me to have my good friend, attorney and pastor Boyd White on the line with us on tonight as we endeavor to get into what I think would be a great discussion about director Ava DuVernay's powerful docuseries entitled When They See Us. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. One of my good friends who I referenced a couple times tonight, his name is uh, Mike Carter. He is a very prominent and excellent criminal defense attorney. Um, he deals with these issues every day as a, as a lawyer. Um, I remember reaching out to him like, you know, have you watched it? And he said, I, I can't. I just can't do it. And, and I, that was my first impulse to turn the TV off, almost to, to throw it up, to regurgitate it. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Poet and lyricist Ty Scott King wishing radio host Michael Newmans and the Thinking Out Loud radio show a happy second year anniversary. Y'all make sure y'all keep supporting, keep listening. This is God's work, so keep it locked in Jesus' name. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. I know you're enjoying our interview with my good friend, CHH artist and lyricist, Paul Goodson Collins. Let's get back into this empowering interview. I know you guys are enjoying my interview with my man, good son, Paul Goodson Collins, CHH artist, lyricist, longtime friend. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You just heard 
one of his songs, The Streets Don't Love You. So happy uh, that he shared that with us. I hope you loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. And it's definitely got a powerful message behind it as well. And we've been chopping it up, talking about, uh, you know, how he got started into uh, to Christian hip hop, what really inspired him. And uh, I really want I want I want to jump into this. I want to get into the who inspired you, because there are a lot of uh, uh, positive artists out there, a lot of Christian hip hop artists, and there maybe even some secular artists that might have inspired you as well, you know, uh, because everybody's got, you know, a uh, little swag about them, you know. Everybody's, um, <laughs> you know, every, you know, we've we've all, we, we, you know, our lives have not always, we haven't always walked that straight and narrow path. Even those of us that are striving to be like Christ, but uh, that doesn't mean that we haven't had some, you know, secular influences as well. So, you know, Paul, want to know, good son, I want to know from you, you know, what what have been some of who have been some of your inspirations, some of those that you've. Uh, you You've listened to artists that you've listened to you may have patterned yourself after um, and artists that you still listen to in CHH and maybe even in the secular arena. Man, so I, you know, I, like I said before, I've always been a lover of music and I was, you know, like I told you at 16, I was actually a, a DJ. So I, I listened to, I mean, tons of, you know, different music, be it, Hip hop, or be it techno, you know, being we in Detroit, Detroit is the home of techno, right? All kind of, you know, all kind of stuff. And so I, I mean, I grew up like kind of, you know, I'm an '80s baby, so I grew up on Run DMC and Houdini and the Fat Boys and you know, uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane and you know, a lot of them guys. I mean, actually coming up, right? And those are like I was definitely uh, influenced big time by East Coast hip hop. I mean, to this day, I'm sure that's where a lot of my Influences. I still love that snare drum. You know, I think that's that that probably excites me more than anything in in you know hip hop per se. But that you know early on, those are some of my uh, I'm sure some of my influences. Um, and, and fast forward, like once I jumped uh, into the Christian arena, the crazy part is some of my first uh, uh, forays. Again, SFC was a huge uh, boost because that was the first group that I ever heard, like they had this song, now when you listen to it, I mean, I, I don't think it's corny, but people probably thought it was corny, it was a song called In the House, and basically the song talked about um, you going to, you know, to church or whatever, and having a conversion experience, but then as soon as you come home, you get attacked, and, and that was like the first song that like really, like, you know, rap song that spoke to me like that, and I was like, wow, like they get it. You know what I'm saying? And so it was them, um, and it was T-Bone. You know, but even then, like, listening to Christian hip-hop, I never thought that I would be in the genre. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, myself, I was thinking, man, how many ways can I say, you know, Jesus on a record? You know what I'm saying? Mm. What, what ended up happening was Amazing was already uh, uh, already part of a huge Christian community, a Christian rap community, already happening in Detroit that I I knew nothing about. And so they used to have this place called the B2I Gallery. Oh, it was on Seven Mile, I believe it was Seven Mile, either Six Mile in Southfield. They would have these open mic nights. And, man, I mean, uh, some guys, T-Church, who's in California right now, who's a huge friend of uh, Dietrich Hatton. Oh, Terrence Church, yeah, okay. Terrence T-Church, uh, we used to get music from him, man. And he was one of the first, you know, like, like, 
dope, like Christian artists in Detroit, um, Brother Stone, uh, uh, Elijah the Preacher's son, the dude ain't no good. There was a group called The Council, you know, and so that was kind of like my immersion, and it was like local first. What was crazy about that was it wasn't just about the music, which was dope, like, but these guys had a, a crazy heart for God. Like, you could see the, the, the passion and hear it in their music, you know, and, and we was just able to, like, basically just hang around them. You know, you know what I'm saying? And so it went from, you know, from listening to uh, SFC and T-Bone and Gospel Gangsters to, like, actually seeing these dudes do it, you know, in real time. And to this day, man, I be tripping in the sense that, I knew some of these guys, man, you know, and God has his, his, his will, but, like, some of these guys are dope. Like, so that was, like, you know, influence and then cross movement. Once I came and uh, got, you know, uh, touch a cross movement, that was, like, real big for me. You know, that was like Wu-Tang for Christians. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Cross movement, man, I'm telling you. Woo. Yeah, their first their first album. I think I, I got hit to them on um, I think second album was the House of Representatives. Right, right. Yeah, going to a Christian bookstore and um, just you know how they let you, you they used to let you like preview. Yep, yep. And, and I, I remember seeing that album cover where they had like the the shirts on, and underneath they had like the boots and Tim's. And I'm like, man, let me check out this. And and I was it was on like from that day. I was a huge. Uh, cross movement, you know, and you know how it is. It reached out from there to, you know, reach records to, you know, up, up to now. Seven, I'm a huge, like right now, I man, I love like what Seven's doing. You know, I love what uh, Business is doing. You know, there, I mean, there's a ton of people. I just, you know, even in the city, some people that's really rocking. So, that, that, them are my influences, man. Man, I'm telling you, I'm reminiscing with you with most of you, most of the names you, you, you call, um, you know, um, uh, cross movement being one of the first groups that I was really um, introduced to uh, with Christian hip hop, and uh, I mean they were like the, the Christian version of Wu Tang because those guys were rock stars in my book. I mean, ambassador, fanatic, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the na- all the names escape me at this moment. But man, Tonic, right, man. So they were, you see, we drove all the way when, when they used to have this event called Rap Fest. And uh, at the time, it was in the Bronx, in New York. They did it. And, man, my son, I think my son is in his 20s now, but he was probably about 9 or 10, me and a couple of fellas, amazing. We drove. We took that 10, 11-hour trip, man, in New York to go up to the mm-hmm. – I got a little picture, cross movie that I had blew up. You know, like you say, they was, they was rock stars. They were. They had Detroit roots. You know what I'm saying? When I say Detroit roots, they were really close to the people at, um, I don't know, it was a church on Evergreen and Plymouth. Is it Plymouth and Evergreen? Uh, Rosedale, Baptist Church. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but their first concert, one of their first concerts here was at King High School. I never forget, it was, it was about 100 of us. And, and, and in this big old auditorium, but, but they rocked out. It was, 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 was huge for, for, for CHH. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Woo! I'm I'm just enjoying this conversation because uh, you know, CHH is a big uh influence in my life. I I love listening to uh artists like Lecrae, Bizzle, 
uh, seven, like you said. Uh, I mean, there's so many, uh, two K few, uh, is it one, one K few rather, one K few, uh, swoop. I mean, oh my God, uh, Eshawn Burgundy. Man, it's just so many of them, dog. But see, it wouldn't be none of them without some of the early, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it wouldn't be us, you know, a lot of us, even the Detroit people, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what, again, you know, talking about, you know, even those local people, the thing that I remember most about them was, you know, even back then, like a lot of them, for me, set the bar so high that we had to do things, you know, in excellence. Some of the greatest lessons I've learned as an artist, I've learned from people that I know. It's like some of the greatest advice that I've ever received from people. And my man, no good. He's in Cali right now. I remember him telling me because when I first, you know, wanted to do rap on my own, I, you know, I didn't know nothing about the business. And I'm like, what do you think I should do? Should I record some songs and shop them, you know, shop the demo, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, listen, if you don't invest in yourself, there's nobody going to invest in you. To this day, to this day, those words ring true to me. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, in order for someone else to want to invest in you, you definitely have to invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And him, along with others, man, gave me a lot of great information that I still use to this day. Want to get back into some more of your music, man? You know, you got another song called OG that we're going to be playing in just a few minutes. So I want you to tell our listeners about that song. All right, so um, you, you know these days, man. Look, everybody is 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 concerned. I can say everybody. It seems like society at large is really concerned with appearances. You know what I'm saying? And especially uh, us. I'm you know I'm in the over forty club. A lot of people don't don't want to be their age. You know, and, and music is one of those things that's tricky because. Hip hop is one of the only genres that people act like like there's a, a age limit on you doing hip hop. If you're doing hip hop as you know, you forty something and you're doing you know you mumble rapping, then yeah, you, you may not be doing what you're supposed to be be doing. But as as you grew as a person, as an artist, your audience is growing with you. Why would you stop speaking to your audience? You know, and so. Uh, affectionately, a lot of you know the uh, a lot of my friends in the hip hop community. I'm I'm older than majority of them, not all of them, but older than majority of them. And affectionately, they call me OG. And you know, I was even on the whole you know uh, Beijing hair dye kick at one time. You know, keep your beard, you know, make you look young. And um, you know, it was crazy. This is how to keep it like a hundred percent funky, like keep it up one hundred. You know, my wife one time was like, why are you, why are you dying your beard? I was like, because I look like an old guy. And she was like, look, I like it. So I was like, I, after that, I rock with it. You know, and so the, the, the name of the album is uh, called OG. And it's, it's basically just me uh, embracing, you know, that I am an elder statesman and all of that come with. And, uh, and, and that's what the song, you'll hear that in the song. You know, I'm embracing uh, being an elder, not only in the Christian hip hop community, but also in the Christian community at large. And so. Right, right. Grow old, grow older and still have swag. There we go. Now let me ask a question. Has anybody to a <laughs> right, song? right. Song off, All right, good son. Introduce OG uh, to our Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners. They say you old 
This is your man, Good Son, and this is my song, OG, featuring none other than the Famila Rue Hill on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Man, I'm still in the running on the double speech. You can still see me coming in the double sneaks. I don't worship material, man, they only feed. If the Lord tell me to leave them, I'll be gone for weeks. There's a few in the arsenal that I have to keep. Blame it all on my flesh, y'all gotta pray for me. Man, I'm kidding my Jeep, don't even play with me. God versus stuff, you can get that junk away from me. Yeah, ain't worth a penny in the hand for me. Lord God, still number one, not Anthony. Anyway, I'm the worker, and he's still a boss. Still slick with the drip, just like Ricky Ross. Keep him clean in between, just like dental floss. Even if you had the ingredients, couldn't steal the sauce. Before you carry the torch, gotta count the cost. Love God saved my life when I was sick and lost. Devil thought he was slick, in came the cross. It was like a gun with a body that I had to toss. Even though I was guilty, help me save face. Even though I was filthy, Jesus took my place. That's why I'm happy to say I'm still in the race. It was nothing I done, it was amazing grace. I'm so grateful to God for turning on the lights. His love is better than praying hands and Twitter likes. Graham Pope's a Facebook DM post. Like the house is on fire, I will all smoke. It's not a joke, I can't choke, that ain't me. Can't do nothing else but respect it, cause I'm OG. And you know I just couldn't get it myself. LaRue Hill, what up OG? We in the building. Let's get it. I'm OG like 20 plus in the game. Forever in my lane, still rep the lamb slain. Young dudes in the game can't recall my name. But that's okay, cause OGs don't seek the fame. We bought the fruit that to this day still remains. Spitting flame that heal the lane and break chains. Making change out of food, drooling for dollars. You ain't about the father, we ain't trying to holler. I'm OG like my patent leather Adidas. Three quarter leopard on the strip, the jabra needs Me and my dude, good son, we go way back. Ministry like this is like needles in the haystack. It's so hard to find, especially when they trying so hard to shine. Lost sight of the true grind, now they blind. So it's up to OGs like us to define the line that they still crossing. Cause they all for flossing. Ask them about the crossing, seems like they're the lost one. Ain't got a clue, we ain't brand new. Y'all better learn to give respect what respect is due. They say our style is old, saying that we're finished. That's because they don't understand the term vintage. Like fine wine that get better as it ages. We still rock stages for the rock of ages. Like Joshua and Caleb at 80, we on fire. No if and buts or maybes, we won't retire. Still inspired by the most high to go forth. And of course, these OGs stay the course yeah. Because our bars are timeless Based on scriptures True from the word of God is how we choose to hit ya Why y'all get turned off of godless nonsense We spit the word of y'all, no nonsense OG, like to welcome y'all to the album, man It's gonna be a crazy ride Just like to thank y'all in advance You're tuned in to the thinking. Ow. Loud. Radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is the show featuring speaker, author, and life coach, Daryl Woods Jr. 
uh, serving 29 years or so. Daryl Woods Jr. was one years old when his dad went to prison. So, Daryl, I want to know from you, how has your father's life impacted your life and your career? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. In a, in a huge way, my dad has been in prison since I was one years old. Uh, children with their parents that are incarcerated like five times more likely to go to prison and, you know, kind of repeat the same things that they, their parents did. So, but in this case, it's, you know, it's totally opposite. Um, although my dad wasn't necessarily present in my life, he did have a tremendous presence in my life. And you tuned in to the Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I hope you enjoyed our interview with my good friend, CHH artist and lyricist, Paul Goodson Collins. Let's hear the conclusion of this inspiring. All right. All right. All right. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with my good friend, Paul Goodson Collins. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You just heard uh, one of his another one of his songs called OG powerful message behind it as well man just love chopping it up with you chh is a genre that i love we both love and um just w- loving the conversation loving the uh the opportunity to talk about um the, the uh this you know what's what's actually happening uh in this uh genre called christian hip-hop and speaking of uh what's happening in uh this genre called christian hip-hop uh there was um a case recently in the news about a CHH artist Flame who uh, was recently awarded uh, a a ton of money 2.7 million dollars exactly to be exact from pop artist Katy Perry and her record label because they stole uh, Katy Perry stole a portion of his song Joyful Noise and put it on her song Dark Horses and I want to get I want to get your take on that you know what what do you what did you think of uh what happened there and um you think that um flame handled the situation right you think that um you know um that he got what he he got what he deserved in that instance and what do you think is the impact of of her having to uh you know uh give him 2.7 million dollars for uh basically stealing a portion of his song man look i'm like this get, look get your money they was they was they was consistent I mean, so much so that one of the other parties originally that was 
part of the suit dropped out of the suit. They so they went forward and and won. They were victorious. I mean, that's basically a landmark case in which uh again it's it's a catch twenty two, man, because what happens is this. There's so many Christian artists, you know, especially in the Christian rap community that probably use samples of people's music and they're not clear samples. That might in turn have some of these artists, you know, and songwriters like really go after Christian artists harder. You know what I'm saying? And now you have technology that can, uh, you have technology that recognizes people's, you know, music. And so, you know, I, I think it's it, it might open up one of those things, whereas, you know, it's like, okay, well, they're going to pay flame them, which, hey, cool, go get your money, you know. But at the same time, I think a lot of our artists will probably be scrutinized more closely because of that very thing, you know. So they're saying, you know, okay, and just think, now just think about this. Your average independent Christian artist, if you use somebody's sample, if, if it blew up or not, you know, they'll probably send you a cease and desist or maybe even sue you. They're they looking for their money. And most of us, look, even though we sold 5000 that money probably gone. <laughs> <laughs> that money spent. We take care of families and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, on the reverse side of that, I think, you know, a lot of Christian artists will probably be scrutinized more, you know, more heavily. And that's why we're going to have to be careful of the, you know, of the music that we use. Like, as much as we love a sample or something, if we can't clear it, then it's probably best not to use it. Yeah, that's some that uh that definitely is some good advice, you know, and uh I love the mashups, you know, listening to, you know, DJ Wado and uh Rapzilla, you know, the, the, the DJs that mash up songs and things of that nature and you know, of course the fallout behind something like this might change some of that in some ways. And uh yeah, I, I know you guys are enjoying our interview with my good friend Paul Goodson Collins. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, man. And we've been just chopping it up, really enjoying our interview uh with you on tonight. And you know, as we get ready to wrap this interview, I want you to share with our listeners a little bit about your new album that's coming out in just a few uh a few weeks. Um you said the end of the month to be exact. So uh, uh tell our listeners about your new album and how they can uh purchase it and when it's coming out oh uh, yes so new album is uh entitled og and it's, again i just i don't know why i like plays on words um it's about me embracing uh elder statesmanship as well as uh knowing that it was only god that uh, got me this far in my life um as a person um it'll be available august 31st on all platforms you know uh spotify itunes uh, anywhere you find digital music It'll be um, available, and um, yeah. So basically, it's man, it's a a a, a mess of uh, east again, East Coast hip hop, and um, there's a mess of of uh, soulful ballads. You know, it's even some some new school thrown in there. Um, I've had some uh, great people, like again, Larue Hill, uh, Legendary uh, R. Swift is on there. Oh wow. Dope producer Tone Jones did most of the uh, music production, but also my man Mom for more beats and some other, you know, some other people did it. So yeah, I got it, man. It's some stuff that I'm really excited about, man. And I think people going people gonna be pleasantly surprised. A whole nother thing that I um, threw a hat in the ring of 
Now, I know you kind of read from my bio or whatever, but I've been uh, engineering. And so basically this whole album, minus maybe a few verses that people sent to me, I basically mixed, uh, recorded, mixed, and mastered the whole album. Wow. Moving into that arena uh, as an engineer, and uh, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised, man. Wow, wow, man. I, I can't wait to hear this album myself, man. You got R. Swift on there. Wow. Wow, that is awesome. That is definitely an OG in the uh, OG and CHH. Big time. And I respect R. Swift, man. And he, he killed the song, too. Man, you got to get this album. I can't wait to get mine. Uh, so happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Enjoyed you being with us, man. Before we let you go, I want you to share with our listeners how they can keep up with you on social media, how they can keep up with what you're doing. Uh, I know you're all over the place on Facebook, on IG, on Twitter. Let everybody know how they can keep in touch with you, man. And, of course, again, let everybody know about that album dropping August 30th uh, and where they can get it. Yes, sir. Again, OG available on all digital platforms um, August the 30th, Friday, August the 30th. Uh, OG available on all digital platforms. Um, basically, to make it real simple, uh, you can follow me. You can go to my website, goodsonemr.net. Uh, Again, that's goodsonemr.net. And it has links to all my social uh, media, has videos, has pictures, has music, like all that. And that way, you know, you can connect. That way it's probably the easiest way. But I am on uh, Facebook, on Instagram. You can follow me at uh, Good Son, uh, EMR on Facebook or Good Son Music. Yeah, but just the easiest way to do it, just go through the website, goodsonemr.net, and it'll take you to all my social media. There you have it, guys, man. We have really enjoyed uh, chopping up with my good friend Paul, good son Collins, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, talking about Christian hip hop and the culture, and just uh, enjoying uh, just talking about um, the artists that have inspired him and his music, sharing with you some of his music, and of course his new album that's dropping August 30th called OG. Make sure you pick it up. And uh, again, thank you so much, good son, for being on the show with us on tonight, man. We wish you nothing but success in uh, in all of your endeavors, man. We we pray God's blessings upon you, and um, you know, keep on keeping on, man. And may God continue to bless you, Doc. Appreciate you having me, man. Thank you so much. All right, guys, it's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Christian recording artist Good Son, and when I'm in Detroit, I'm always rocking with my man Mike Nimmons on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Yeah. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.
What's up? This is your brother, Boyd White III, pastor of the Ark Detroit, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White. What was going through your mind when Terry Crews interrupted the judges voting? I mean, they were just getting ready to vote, and then Terry Crews comes in and interrupts the judges. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. So when he came out, he said, you know, I see every last person in this choir in, in myself. When he said that, I knew that he was about to do something out the box. He said, I got to do this. He went down and he slammed. It, everything was in slow motion, just like you said. That's, I mean, whatever y'all saw, that was real. <laughs> it was just, like, unbelievable. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. That you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you get you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Is
is time. 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 Thought. For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought, 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 thought of the Week. This week's Thought of the Week, we saw this clip circulating around the web of Professor Eddie Glaude on MSNBC, who's the chair of the Department of African American Studies at Princeton University, speaking to American culture, racism in 2019, and how President Trump is not the culprit, but rather the manifestation of the ugliness that's inside of us. His response was so raw and yet so profound that we had to share it during tonight's show. Take a listen. You know, America's not unique in its sins. As a country, we're not unique in our evils, to be honest with you. Um, I think where, we're, where we may be singular is our fu- a refusal to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. And the legends and myths we tell about our inherent, you know, goodness uh, to hide and cover and conceal so that we can maintain a kind of willful ignorance that protects our innocence. See, the thing is that when the Tea Party was happening, we used people where we were saying, pundits, oh, it's just about economic populism. <laughs> it's not about race. When people knew, people knew, social scientists were already writing that what was driving the Tea Party were anxieties about demographic shifts, that the country was changing, that they were seeing these racially ambiguous babies on, on Cheerios commercials, that the country wasn't quite feeling like it was a white nation anymore. And people were screaming, from the top of their lungs. Yo, this is not just simply economic populism. This is the ugly underbelly of the country. See, the thing is, is this, and I'll say this, and I'll take the hit on it. There are communities that have had to bear the brunt of America confronting, white Americans confronting the danger of their innocence. And it happens every generation. So somehow we have to kind of, oh my God, is this who we are? And just again, another, here's another generation of babies. Think about it, that two-year-old had his bro- bones broken by two parents trying to shield him from being killed. A woman who has been married to this man for as long as I've been on the planet almost, lost her, lost her husband. So what? And so what we know is that the country has been playing politics for a long time on this hatred. We know this. So it's easy for us to place it all on Donald Trump's shoulders. It's easy for us to place Pittsburgh on his shoulders. It's easy for me to place Charlottesville on his shoulders. It's easy for us to place El Paso on his shoulders. This is us. And if we're going to get past this, we can't blame it on him. He's a manifestation of the ugliness that's in us. I've had the privilege of growing up in a tradition that didn't believe in the myths and the legends because we had to bear the brunt of them. Either we're going to change, Nicole, or we're going to do this again and again, and babies are going to have to grow up without mothers and fathers, uncles and aunts, friends, while we're trying to convince white folk to finally leave behind a history that will maybe, maybe, or embrace a history that might set them free from being white. Finally. Finally. What else? Lord help us. Hey there, I'm Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Thanks for watching MSNBC on YouTube. If you want to keep up to date with the videos we're putting out, you can click subscribe just below me, or click over on this list to see lots of other great videos.
Dr. Vaughn's explanation in some ways clears up some of the racist dreck that we hear about from people like Donald Trump every day. But the fact still remains that we must continue to fight racism on every front, with every opportunity, every fiber in our being. We cannot stop. We cannot afford to quit or give up. Let us never forget the words of Frederick Douglass, asked by a young black man what he can do in the struggle for freedom. This powerful abolitionist words to this young black man still ring true today, which was simply agitate. send a special shout out and thank you to Paul Goodson Collins for being on the show with us on tonight we truly appreciate him being on the show and sharing not just his new music but also his insights into the Christian hip hop culture also again sending condolences to the family of Mike Baldre who is a business partner of uh, Paul Collins Goodson Paul Goodson Collins uh, who passed away on today Sending our thoughts and prayers to his family, letting them know that we are continually praying for them that this is their hour of need. But again, remember that Paul Goodson's new album, OG, is dropping on August the 30th on all digital outlets. So don't forget to pick up your copy when it drops. If you want more information on Goodson or any of his music, just go to his website at Goodson EMR. Dot net. That's good son, G O O D S O N E M R dot net. Thanks again, Paul, for being on the show with us on tonight. And thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. We truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be a part of the Thinking Out Loud radio show listening audience. We truly, truly appreciate it. Always remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, your support helps to increase our exposure across the World Wide Web. We truly, truly appreciate it. Don't forget to tune in next week. We're going to have another great show in store for you. And as always, remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. 
be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemis.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show giving voice to issues that matter to you.